ready for the 2-2 to Woodson, and here it comes. And it is swung on and missed. And Tom Browning has pitched a perfect game. Welcome back to now our eighth installment of Pardon the Punctuation. I'm Aaron. I'm Ed. And uh, thanks for listening. Another uh, another week in the books, I suppose, for this FC Cincinnati team that's going absolutely bananas. First place. First now, place. First place. It makes me forget how bad we are at this thing called baseball. And it's helpful. It's it, helpful. It's it's healthy is what it's, it is. Good for the heart, actually. Good for the soul. And the blood pressure. Yeah, I mean... It's, it just feels good to have a winning culture here in the city of Cincinnati. Even if the team is blue and orange, and I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, it's better than yellow and black. Black and yellow. Black yeah. and yellow. Ugh. So, what'd you think? I mean, it was a big, big week, though, for FCC. Um, we had two games, came out with two victories. We now sit in first place, as we've already said, at 5-1-2. and two. Um 17 points. We have uh, a one-point lead on Louisville, and we are uh, what a half game. We have we've played one more match. Yeah, we're a half game ahead of Louisville. Yeah, for first place. Well, we're in first place, but half right. game ahead of Louisville. I don't think they work like that. It's one point. One point. One we point have, ahead. We have, we have 17 points. They have 16 points. So it's not. Right. But we've played more matches. Eight matches to seven matches. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. they we played. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh on Wednesday, we beat the Indy 11 3 to 2. Um the goals were by Kenny Walker in the 7th minute. Indy responded with two goals of their own. Jimmy McLaughlin for us uh, had a a goal in the 41st minute and Corbin Bone had a goal uh finished it off with, with a third goal in the 54th minute. So we that was where we just coasted the rest of the way. So we won that game. And uh, that was actually Kenny Walker's third game in a row with a goal. And that was Corbin Bone's second game. Well, Corbin Bone followed that up with another goal on Saturday as we won 4-2 to two at home at Nippert uh, against the Atlanta United 2. I guess that's how you say it. I still haven't figured that all out. It sounds right, yeah. Um, Danny, Danny Kunig had a goal in the 26th minute. Um, Atlanta had two goals in the 31st and 41st minutes. Emmanuel Desma had two goals, uh, 28th minute and 46th minute, and Corbin Bone had um, a goal in the 39th minute. So I mean, these guys are they're they're stringing together a ton of goals here in the last three games. Uh, I think that puts us at what uh, three, six, ten, ten, ten goals in three games. I think we had three in the previous game last week. Um, I don't have my notes here in front of me from last week, but uh, we just yeah, I think so. And uh, most of the guys scoring these goals uh, between Jimmy McLaughlin, Corbin Bone, Kenny Walker, um, they're they're all third-year players here. Uh, Danny Kunick, uh, they're all third-year players. And uh, the only guy who's a new addition this year is Emmanuel Ledesma, who is one of the three leaders for goals this year on the team, with uh, along with Corbin Bone and uh, Kenny Walker. Um, right now, this is the second three-game win streak they've had um, ever as a as a team. It's their best start ever to a season. And uh, 
Kenny Walker on that goal, that amazing goal. What a goal. What a magnificent (laughs) goal. Um, He actually got the USL goal of the month for that goal. Congratulations Um, to him. And uh, there were some other accolades that went out. Um, Emmanuel Ledesma and uh, Corbin Bone, they both got uh, team. They were voted for the team of the week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is the fourth time or this is the third time that they've scored four goals in a game. Um, I think that's, that's how it was. And then three of those times were at Nippert. So I don't know. I mean, this is it's an exciting team to watch. They're stringing together a lot of goals. This is something that Alex Cock, the uh, coach, has a lot to be a cook. Is it cook? I think it's cook. Cook K K O C H. That one always confused me. Koch. Coach. Koch. I don't know. Um, cook. We'll go with cook. We'll go with that. Um, they don't teach you how to pronounce these names, especially when it comes to soccer. It's extra difficult. You have to just everyone, try your everyone best. Everyone comes from somewhere else. <laughs> <They don't. laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's, Alex Cook, he's putting together uh, quite a quite a team this year. I mean, it's definitely something to be excited about. Him and uh, Birding and, you know, all the guys in the upper office, you know, I mean, between everything they're doing, trying to get everything going for the, uh, you know, the the – Major League Soccer, the MLS bid, you know, all that, and the stadium. Um, I don't know. With the little bit of controversy that there's been throughout all this whole stadium thing and just the early on goings with the uh, the one player who was let go and some of that that ended up being a little shaky ground. Well, he, yeah, he, he had come off an injury. There's just so much. Kind of knew he wasn't going to. But there's so much positive going on with right. this team right now. And, you know, considering the Reds are damn near putting us to sleep. With just how bad things have been over there, I don't know. This it's a breath of fresh air here in the city, and the, oh, sure the, the city really needed it, especially after how long the winter that didn't end was going. I feel like I needed it. I felt like we were in Game of Thrones, and winter was here. And I, ugh. I can't reference that. I've never watched the show. Gross. Sorry. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on. FC or FCC. No man, they're mad about that. They're moving in the right direction. I yeah. mean, each year they're progressively getting better. Um, like you said, best start of the franchise. Um, you know, three years old, but still, I mean, that's how you progress. Is just keep going you up. Can't ask for better than first place. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, that's. I mean, if you you're not ask, first, you're last. You can ask for the championship, but first place will work. There's. There's second place, third place, hell. You, and no one wants that. Fourth, fifth. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> I mean, Ricky Bobby said it best. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, it's something to feel good about. And if you – you got to get down to a game, man. Um, no, I plan on it. Just because it's so cool to be down there, even if you've never been a part of that culture before. Um, and you, we're kind of just watching from afar, like to be in there, submerged in it, and just be a, a part of all that going on down there. It's such a, it's a rush. Yeah, I went to, I went to a game season, a game season two, maybe it was the first season. I can't remember. Ah, uh, yeah. But I went to a game uh, with Tony, and Kayla. Okay. And no, it's it's a good time. Yeah. I was engaged. The Bailey, you know, they those guys keep it engaging because I mean. It's a party. You have to admit that soccer can be kind of like, okay, there goes the ball, there goes the ball. Any but game can be like that, though. Exactly. I mean, baseball. Let's look at right? Right. So, 
the Bailey and the things that FC Cincy do- does to keep you engaged, you can't ask for more. It's no, good I mean, stuff. It's, it's all good down there. It's so. great. I just hope that, you know, if this whole MLS bid and stadium, like, everything goes the way that it's oh supposed my goodness. to go. I just hope that the they're able to, that'll be in there. That they're able to replicate the atmosphere yeah. from Nippert to this new stadium. I well, anytime you have a new stadium, there's an automatically an atmosphere increase. I mean, think about it. When we went from Riverfront to Great American Ballpark, I mean, the Reds were still losing. Yeah. But we were in a new ballpark. It, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, even they should be able to keep it going. I think, when, even when the Bengals built a new stadium, <laughs> and as ugly as that stadium is, with nothing inside of it, they get heralded for like their architecture on that stadium. How? Believe it or not, definitely not for the design. Like, I think their, that's all part uh, of it. Yeah. Graphic design and stuff. I think I don't know the, the structural design of it. I don't There's know. no color in there. It's literally a concrete. We it, should just call it the concrete jungle. I mean. I think Jay-Z had some concrete jungles where dreams are made. Yeah, Jay-Z and Alicia. He's talking about Bengal Stadium. Or New York, but we can go with the Bengal Stadium. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you know what? I think FC Cincinnati is not going to have it look like like Paul Brown Stadium. No, it's going to be the football clubs. Football. Hang out. There was a, uh, now that you mentioned it, there was a concept design that I saw on Facebook this week. Yeah. Uh, Basically going to a a lion's head instead of like the lion wow. yeah it's basically like a lion's head I'm like oh. like my t-shirt no not oh. like that one just the head because yours shows the body and it's doing that kind of no. Egyptian no just the head with a crown oh well maybe Wearing it's it like then. LeBron James does I think it was on one of the um Bailey pages or something like that well in any case like I said that's something to be excited about oh yeah and uh <clears throat> kind of moving on just uh Wanted to let you know, you can follow us on Facebook at, pardon the punctuation, you can follow us on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy, you can follow us on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation, you can call us 513-818-2077, if you're internationally calling, by the way, it's a plus one. International. Um, because we'll, we'll get we'll get to why. Yeah. Um, also, uh, feel free to, uh, you know, when you call that phone number, you can leave us your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Feel free to do that on any of the social media platforms as well, or you can check us out at www.pardonthepunctuation.podbean.com. Ed, tell the listeners how many platforms we're on right now. We're on a lot of platforms, um, but the ones that I have confirmed. Let's see. We're still working on Spotify for those of you that are um, automatically asking about Spotify. Right. Um, I've confirmed eight, um, and we just were added at about 4.30 this afternoon to Stitcher, uh, which is... What are the eight that we're on? uh, We are on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, uh, Player FM, CastBox, and Podcast Go. That's incredible. Yeah. But uh, Stitcher uh, is a big one. Um, I would probably venture to say if you go in order of podcast platforms, they're behind Spotify. So that's pretty big. Um, Is Spotify bigger than iTunes on podcast platforms? You're right. Sorry. They might be like third then. All right. I I honestly wasn't sure. That wasn't wasn't an Apple Android joke. No, you're right. And 
I mean, we could get into that. Google's <laughs> Google's working on their podcast stuff, Android. But um, no, it's it's a it's a big deal. So excellent, yeah. Um, and so the reason that we uh, did say that you can do the plus one for the United States code, if you were calling, is because uh, we are officially international. We are uh, effective. What was it? Friday? Is that when I texted uh, you? Thursday. Thursday or Thursday. Friday. Um, I pulled up our statistics. Try that again. Statistics. Yeah. It's a hard word, man. And we have a download in Argentina and a download in Germany. On top of the fact that we are in, what, like seven different states at this point? Uh, I believe so. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, I'm, we're in Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, Florida, California, Washington, Oregon, Nevada. So maybe it's even more than Michigan. We're 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 getting around. Like the town bicycle. We're in eleven states. Excellent. And we have thirty three downloads in other US cities. I don't over six hundred listens states. at this point. So yes. basically what we want to say is thank you for listening. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to us rattle on about God knows what. And uh I don't know, yeah, telling your friends and all of that. I mean, if you're enjoying what we do, feel free to interact with us via any of the ways that we've already described and uh, keep listening because uh, we're going to keep putting out the shows until there's no reason to put them out anymore. That's correct. So, uh, moving on, the Reds. The Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds. There's not a whole lot of good to talk about. No. Except for we're on a two-game winning streak. We are on a two-game winning streak. I'm not playing it again, but... There's no reason to play no. it until we're actually on a streak. The third to, one. To, yeah, you jinxed it last time. Uh, it's a good thing it was a day game today. Yes. Um, speaking of the day game today, we had a walk-off home run by Adam Duvall, who has been struggling at the plate most of the season. Um, if you ask most people who are avid watchers of the uh, the Reds, they would say that Duvall is probably your fourth outfielder behind uh, Winker, Hamilton, and Shevler. There's really not a whole lot of reason to get him in there. And this is a guy who's about two seasons removed of being the only Reds um, player playing for the uh, All-Star team when it was here. That's true. Um, Outside of the Todd Frazier home run derby, just gift from God. That felt like the Super Bowl. It was amazing. I do have the walk-off home run call if you want to hear it. Go ahead. All right. Begin the bottom of the tenth for the Reds. We are tied at one. Kicks and fires. A long ball. Hit to left field. And it's gone. Walk it off, Adam Duvall. A tenth inning home run. That breaks a 1-1 tie. And the Reds take two out of three from the Mets. He will be mobbed by his teammates at home plate as the Reds close out a nine-game homestand with a win. We'll take it, man. I mean, we will take it. So that's two of three from the Mets after losing the series, two of three to the Marlins. Um, We have upcoming in the next week or so, we have a road trip to Cali. We have four games against the uh, the Dodgers and three games against the uh, San, Francisco, San Francisco Giants, who both, in my opinion, are underperforming this year uh, in comparison to kind of what they did last year. doesn't help that San Francisco's ace, Johnny Cueto, 
started off the season at like .86 ERA or something ridiculous. It is uh, he's injured totally. Ridiculous. Um, so right now we stand at ten wins, twenty seven losses, eleven and a half games out of first place, and uh, we are not the worst team in baseball. That's what I'm hanging my hat on right now. Uh, there are two term two teams that are worse than us. What two teams could that be? The Chicago White Sox, okay, and the Baltimore Orioles. Drove past their stadium this weekend. You mean the White Sox? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because that would have been weird if you were driving past. Speaking of Chicago, I got to tell you this real quick. Go on. It pertains to baseball. When you're driving into Chicago, you get on one of the toll roads, mm-hmm. and there's like a steel yard um, on the left hand side. It's like. 20 minutes outside of downtown Chicago. Okay. Something like that. It has the coolest looking minor league baseball field I think I've ever seen. You're sure it was a minor league field? Yeah. Not like. I'll look up what team it was. Um, It was like the Rail Rats or something like that. The Rail Rats. Yeah. But it was. That's a fun name. It was. (laughs) It's just surrounded by steel factories and then a baseball field. If you. It, they will come. They Sorry, will. I had to. I had to tell that real quick. I need to go back and see a game there for sure. Well, the only other piece I have on the Reds is because uh, it's been abysmal, and there's only so many ways that you can say they're terrible. Uh, they made a move this week, and they traded uh, a guy who grew up in you know our our own system. He was homegrown at least through through our system. Yeah, he was. Um, from Punxsutawney, that's where the uh, the the hedgehog, the uh, the gopher, Punxsutawney the, Phil. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 gopher, uh, groundhog, groundhog. Groundhog. Good lord! I went through like every rodent. That They're all there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's from Punxsutawney. Um, Devin Mesoraco is gone. He is. He is. It's this. My wife was heartbroken. Which I find weird. As well, she's a huge fan. She's a huge fan of um, Devin Mesoraco. Devin Mesoraco. Yeah. Okay, so I lied to you. It's not in Chicago. It's right outside of Gary, Indiana. It's this <laughs> Gary South Shore Railcats. They play at the U.S. Steel Yard, one stadium plaza in Gary, Indiana. So check it out sometimes. Back to the news of the week. Yeah. Uh, Devin Mesoraco traded for a pitcher, Matt Harvey. Uh, Mesoraco was told, what, like 45 minutes before the game or something? From what I'm told from people who were at the game, he was in the Reds dugout in a Reds uniform. Literally got up, left, and went and put on a hoodie and was in the other unit. And, whenever, and then he pinch he, hit. He did pinch hit. He didn't get a hit, but... I mean, he got and then uh, he, was he got booed. He was 0 for 4 today. He should... Come on. He got he, booed? No, sorry. He didn't get booed. Um, they cheered when he struck out because that meant it was the 11, 11th strikeout and we got free pizza. Well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> How does that feel? Uh, An hour ago, you were part of the home team, and now they're cheering when well, you struck out because they get free pizza. One of the things he said after he was interviewed from being traded was um, he was excited, and he automatically gets like 10 more wins. <laughs> I mean, I'd be excited too. I get to go play with Todd Frazier again. I think both of their Jay Bruce. 
I mean, I don't know that that's anything to be excited about. Todd Frazier. They're in the twilights of their career. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, don't talk but, about Todd Father like that. I'll do what I want. Right above my head, sir. Get out of here. Okay. So, <laughs> he uh, he said he was excited, though. I mean, I feel... I feel I know what I want to say about the trade. You tell me how you feel about the trade before I go on my rants about the trade. Yesterday, I hated the trade. Okay. And then my boy, Mo Egger, he always always talks me off the ledge. Friend of the show. Right. (laughs) He always talks me off the ledge. And he's, he, he, on his show today, he just said, basically, we traded a guy who wasn't going to play. Correct. For a guy who might be able to help us out a little bit. Correct. Um, no big hit if you think about it. I mean, I'm a little hurt. I was a Devin Mesoraco fan, mm-hmm. um, but everybody I become a fan of gets traded. So Joey, watch out. Um, it just happens. This is these are things that happen to me. Latos, see Frazier, gone. Jay Bruce, he gone. Johnny Cueto, bye bye. Edison Volquez, later. Other guys, <laughs> Adam Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> the big donkey. Thank God we don't have Rizzo. So here's how I feel about the trade. It is probably one of the best trades that the Reds have made as far as low risk, high reward goes. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is either way, they were going to have to pay Devin Mesoraco unless they found a team to eat his salary the rest of this year. And Devin Mesoraco was, for the season, batting over 200 last I checked today. So he's batting under 200, and you take on a pitcher who has shined bright like a diamond in the past, um, as recently as, I believe, 2015-16. So if we can tap into even a little bit of that, maybe we can flip the guy for some prospects around the trade deadline. And maybe you get, you know, one or two younger kids for this guy who's starting to tap into something because he's out of the New York City limelight, because he's out of the party scene that Cincinnati truly does not have being a a 30-year-old growing up in this city. What? Um, Yeah. Believe it or not, there is not, like, this crazy party rager scene here in the city of Cincinnati. Bro. In comparison with... The city that never sleeps. I mean, you're right. New we York don't city. have Metropolis anymore, but <laughs> let's not put the city down that bad. I mean, I mean we. What about the Yucatan liquor stand? I mean, that place is still open. <laughs> is it? Get out of here. I'm pretty. Isn't no, it right no. next to Hooters on on the river? That's not it. No, I don't think so. No, that's a different. It's a different name. Oh, beer cellar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, so I think I think it's a good change of scenery for both players. Yeah. Um, I be, like I said, I believe that the Mets, um, I think both their catchers are injured. And so Mesoraco sliding into a spot where maybe him and his two bad hips, Grandpa Mesoraco, can, you know, get some PT in. Grandpa Mesoraco. Um, I mean, I don't, don't be that young and having hip replacements. I don't know. But, well, uh, I mean, he's an athlete. It used to be. Whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, to Mo's point, yes. It's, yeah. It's a guy that wasn't going to get a whole lot of PT with Tucker Barnhart doing his thing. Mo also said, you know, what happens if he's good? The pitcher? Yeah, Harvey. That's, that's what I'm saying. Matt Hart, he used to be good. And what happens if he comes good again? I mean, it's. Then you flip him for some younger players. Or you keep him. Maybe. Yeah. Either way. 
It's I'm, not a bad situation to be in. And if he doesn't pan out, well, th- at the end of the season, you were going to lose Devin Mesoraco anyway, unless you re-signed him for a lot less than what you were paying him, yep. which you could potentially still do again when his contract runs up anyway. So, I don't know. I don't see it as a terrible move. No, no, not at all. Yesterday, I I was great fire sale. But today, again, thank you, Mo, for talking me off the ledge. So, I guess my next question to you in regards to the Reds and, uh, and that trade, who do you think's next? Because I don't think they're going to they, – they can't be done. Billy. They can't be done moving people. Billy. I think you're right. I think Billy's next. I think you're um, right. And that breaks my heart. There's – But – he can't swing a bat. There's a chance Duvall could go. I, I, I wouldn't be upset about that at all. I mean, Suarez is locked. We we signed him. Uh, we signed a big yep. contract with him earlier this year. Joey's in control of his own destination. Yeah, Joey's not going anywhere. I don't think nobody's so taking that contract. I'd I, loved, I read somewhere that somebody thought that we should trade Homer Bailey to um, Seattle, and I tweeted the Mets yesterday and just let them know that Homer was available. <laughs> Just, I would love to see us turn Homer Bailey into something, anything. Um, I, I, would, I traded him away first chance I got him. Of MLB course you show. did. <laughs> of course you did. Why? I don't even want to talk about it. I picked up that crazy five-tool pitcher batter from the Angels. So hi, Tani. Okay, so keep that in mind. I picked him for- up. Rounding third. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. All right. So, we haven't said that since episode one. What's that? Zero. Fair enough. Oh, we've been getting better. Yeah. So, uh, one of the segments that we introduced last week, uh, we didn't get any. We didn't get any feedback. So I hope that means that we got everything right. We're perfect. Otherwise, uh, this would have been where we would have done the punctuation pardons. So um, also. We don't actually have any uh, voicemails. So there was a lot of people saying they want to call live this week, and none of them are calling. So lies, <laughs> all lies. Uh, but please go ahead and use use the voicemail. You tell us if we've gotten something wrong. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. At this point, I'm not sure that anybody who's called one way or the other uh, hasn't been on the air. You mean JP Makura, <laughs> my nephew Liam. Yeah. Josh Chow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so everybody's so been on the air that's that's made use of uh, these these hotlines. That's true. So uh, that's what we're here for. We there's it's a lot more fun when you're interacting. So um, moving on though, some quick hits on the Bearcats. Uh, biggest news of the week that I thought anyway, in my opinion, is uh, tomorrow. Joey Burrow, who is an Ohio State quarterback, graduate transfer, which means he doesn't have to sit out, is visiting. He is a former Ohio Mr. Football. In my opinion, he has to be better than the incumbent starter, Hayden Moore, and our number two redshirt freshman, um, Desmond Ritter. Uh, Luke Fickle was at Ohio State when they recruited him. I think all of this is a good thing. Uh, he does have a visit scheduled with LSU also, and I don't know what their quarterback who wants situation to play is. There? I mean, go Tigers with an X and a U. Let go. Um, Ooh, like Munchy let go. Ooh. Tie that in. <laughs> that is a very nice UC tie-in. 
kind of like the champion windows. <laughs> but uh, no, that's uh, that's it's. I'm excited. Like this is what I knew when Luke Fickle got here to Cincinnati. There was going to be a possibility of this. No, it was just going to be a good thing. He's tied to a lot of players already. Right. And it was not going to be a bad thing as far as recruiting went for us. Um, speaking of, we actually have a two-star player committed this week. Um, Cameron Jones from Lexington is a quarterback athlete, 6'8", 245 pounds. Uh, last season, he threw for 2,646 yards, 27 touchdowns, eight interceptions, seven rushing touchdowns. And uh, he's the second commit of the 2019 class, along with three-star LaSalle linebacker Brody Engel. So Fickle's already doing his thing. Last year, I won't even say that it was – it wasn't even a full, uh, like, full term right. to even recruit. He didn't like, have his – He got, well, he got true, here yeah, late. Yeah. Um, couldn't recruit. Like, you know, you're recruiting throughout the exactly. season and such. Exactly. Um, so he's still stuck with Tommy Tuberville's – hot garbage like steaming hot pile of garbage (laughs) and uh i don't know i mean i won't say after watching last season and you know being at the the, like all the home games like just kind of seeing how i saw a lack of fire in the timeouts i didn't see a head coach like getting excited, getting amped, getting the players amped. Like, I just saw a lot of ho-hum, lackadaisical guys walking back to the bench. And I know there wasn't a whole lot to be excited about last season anyway. It was was a terrible season as far as football goes. Um, So what you saw was Marvin Lewis. Kind of worse, actually. Uh, Kind of worse. I don't know if I could get that bad. It was really bad because they weren't – there were no highlight plays, you know. I mean, we had a team that had Michigan – Kind of in in the corner, right? Not on, uh, not at any point on the ropes, but we at least had him on, you know, in in the corner. One more punch, and it's knockout. But we missed the over the shoulder catch into the end zone. Like that was the one play that could have been the difference of us beating Michigan at Michigan, which was an incredible game to be at, by the way. This is a true statement. Um, I mean, I, I was literally there. You were there, I know, uh, but. I just want to rub that in. Didn't you meet some people there? Do we? No. Danielle and I took uh, one of her best friends, Kelly. And, no, uh, it was the guys that um, the first home game we went to, and they were going to be there too. That's what it was. Hmm. Sorry. I remember weird things. All the people behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in any case, yeah, no. Um, exciting things going on as far as the football team goes. As far That's as true. basketball goes, um, Jacob Evans junior he will be a senior if he comes back still has no agent he is one of 69 invitees to the the nba draft combine right they still have him projected anywhere between the late first round to mid second round um i don't know what 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 do you think I, i i i would hope he would come back um i think we could have a magnificent team Speaking of goals, a magnificent team if he came back, but he's he's projected to go. Oh shoot! Um, I saw him going to the Trailblazers, the Pelicans, and there was one more team that I was like, okay, I could do that. I know I saw him at one point going to the uh, the Sixers. I don't know. I think Boston, maybe. Yeah. That uh, there's a lot of young people there, but no, I mean. 
if he wants to make money, I don't think you take second no, round money. He, I don't know. But we'll I mean, you could, go ahead. What are your thoughts? What you got? Is he a first round player though? Like I mean, I he he said he's going into the draft with first round in mind. Sure, everybody is. Well, you don't enter the draft thinking, "I think I'm a second, I'm a second round player." I entered the draft just hoping to, oh my god, make it. But here we go. That's just me. How'd that work out for you? I mean, fun fun story. Um, fun fact. Yeah. Um, after I graduated at NKU, yeah, they came in and they're like, uh, "Now let's go get your MBA," and I'm like, "NBA, I'm there." <laughs> They didn't get the joke either. Okay, so not fun story. Bum, Might bum, edit bum, that bum, out. Bum, bum, bum. Got to cue that. Also, Gary Clark is uh, <laughs> going to be a combine alternate. So I guess if I don't even know <laughs> so how that works. So if one of the other players is going to the national championship game, then he gets to play. I think that's how it works in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was trying to make that joke, but couldn't figure out how to phrase it. You're welcome. That's fine. All right. Good luck, Gary. You're still a problem. He's my boy. I told you this right before the... So, gentleman on Facebook... Was he a gentleman or a scholar? He's he's an attorney, so I'm going to call him a gentleman and a scholar. Well done. Um, He is... I don't know if it's him or somebody else, or if this is just a joke, but he's creating a Dads of Bearcat Twitter calendar. Hashtag dad bod. Yeah, hashtag dad bod. And I want to re- recreate the Kenyon Martin uh, when he was playing for the Nets. And he- I didn't know what this was either until he told me about this before the show. So he's going to put that on our Facebook. I'm going to put it up there when I when I recreate it. Oh and then I'm going to put side by side and you guys are going to be like, yeah, that's legit. Hashtag dad bod. Hashtag 90s wrestler bod. 80s. Speaking of the 90s, that reminds me of a fella named Bobby Brannon. Tell me about the Bobby Brannon news. Okay, all right. So, Bearcat Jam, uh, they're still looking to load their team. Um, no, they're not asking Bobby to play. That's too bad because yeah. I want to see that stupid barbed wire tattoo running up and down the court. With his blonde highlights. And I make fun of him. Like, Don't make fun of him. He I make a... fun of him like he's a giant douchebag. But when it really comes down to it, he's not. He's not. We all wanted to be him. Totally. And looking back, I'm sure he has regrets. Did you know my mom almost hit him with a car? What? <laughs> <laughs> so he lived in Reading. Or he lived in Reading. I don't I know think, if he's still there or not. Uh, I think he owns a bar there. and uh, I think that's gone. Oh. I went to it once. Um, and so he when he was on the team, uh, he was out jogging in Reading, and there's a bunch of train tracks in Reading. It's a, and he was coming. Was like, he distracted from, by the barbed wire tattoo? No, he was like behind some bushes, and he comes around the corner, and my mom was getting ready to accelerate at a stoplight, and just slams on the brake, and I think he like put his hand on the hood or something like that, and 
my mom's like, what is this guy doing? He learn how to run. And, and he just flexed the barbed wire. I went, oh, you almost hit Bobby Brandon <laughs> or Brandon. And she's like, I don't care who he is. Learn how to use the road. But that was a good story. Uh, but no. What other Bearcat Jam news you got? So Bearcat Jam. So uh, <laughs> Melvin <laughs> has extended an offer to him to uh, be an assistant coach on the team. Coach Bobby Brandon. Coach. Which I think he is a fitness coach somewhere in Mason right now. I think everybody's a fitness coach. I mean, I am, obviously, for good reasons. Working on that fitness. Um, Tonight, well, other big news, speaking of, they also offered um, an assistant coach job to, um, I can't remember his name right now, but he was a Cincinnati State um, head coach. Uh, Andre... I can't think of it right now. You had one job, Ed. I and I had it pulled up, and I can't think of it. Right. Hold on, it's one almost job. Here. Well, Listen. tell us about the other coach addition while you're looking. Oh, Eric Hicks is a coach. I thought he was supposed to be a player. I thought he was going to be a player too. Huh? Uh, maybe it has something to do with his contract with the Kentucky Enforcers or the shape he came in in. He's one of the best players in the Kentucky Enforcers hmm. and in that league. So. Don't try to make that comparison. So he came in great shape. Yeah. Um, also, um, Melvin pulled off some sponsorships. The only team in the basketball Jordan? tournament. No. Oh, man. That would sweet. Yeah. Coca-Cola. To get, to get the old Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. That's a pretty good sponsor. Yeah. Coca-Cola is going to be sponsoring. Are they um, going to sponsor us too then? I mean, we can we can work on that. Let's work on that. I don't know anybody who works there. I don't either. But... But I know somebody who works at CentOS can make logos happen. <laughs> that somebody <laughs> should make it happen. Um, <laughs> I think there's rules against that. Andre Tate. That's the other guy they offered the assistant coach job to. Um, from He was a former Cincinnati State head coach. Um, okay. Being a Cincinnati State alumni like myself um, of the search, I think it's a good pickup. All right. Also, Anthony McCain. Biggie McCain. Biggie, um, Biggie, Biggie. From, again, I don't know, 2010, something like that. Um, he One will. Job. I, I didn't look it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can look it up. Um, but he is also going to be on Bearcat Jam. Um, and then when we signed off last week, Cashmere Wright. Cash. Cashmere Rules Wright. everything around me. Cream. Get the monies. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. You have too many songs in your head. That's fine. But um, Melvin was on 700 WLW tonight. And with that, uh, we jumped into fourth place in the Midwest. I believe we were in like sixth or seventh place. Well, what's encouraging is he's making the rounds on like the big stuff right yes. now. So we should get him when he's already done all the big stuff. So maybe he's like... On. I don't even want to do this interview anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're still hoping that we can get that shot at uh, talk to a childhood hero because that's kind of what this is all about. Talking so, to childhood heroes. Speaking of, can't wait for that question. Anyway. What um, question? Are we moving into questions or are you still got any more on the Bearcat Jam? I don't think I have anything else in the Bearcat Jam. But, hey, go out there and keep voting. Um, yeah. Because we need to – it's the top nine in each 
division, or I guess Midwest region. Uh, region, thank you. Um, make it, and we're in fourth place in ours. So it sounds like we're going to make it. Sounds pretty good. But it's encouraging. Very encouraging. By the way, Anthony McCain, Biggie McCain, seven uh, one, last played professionally in two thousand fourteen. Um, highest level was some Spanish um, team name that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Sounds about right. Yep. So um, let's let's do it. By the way, didn't wasn't there something about some Xavier players groveling trying to come play for the Bearcat Jam? We can worry about that in a little bit. All right. Hey, let me do bring up one thing that Go I on. just saw when I was trying to find some information <laughs> earlier, and I wanted to bring this up to you earlier. Okay, so last night I'm searching the internet, right? Voting for Bearcat Jam. Okay. Um, How many times do you vote? Uh, once a day. All right. Well, I've one only Twitter. Vo- I've only voted once. I didn't know you can vote once I'm a day. Spencer T still in the lead, so not me. Um, no, but I'm searching. Not. I'm trying to get interviews for today. Um, and I, I run across this YouTube story. Did you see earlier this week the dad um, who the uh, no the the baseball coach the youth baseball coach that attacked the dad with a baseball bat from here in Cincinnati? Yeah, right. Yep. This is worse. Oh, a fight breaks out at a cornhole tournament. Oh, I did. I did. Barstool was actually talking about that. At a cornhole tournament. Yeah. But the best part is the audio. Okay. I'm serious it is. Let me... Hold on one second. So, first of all, cornhole's not that serious. Never. Never that serious. Ever. Cornhole's about drinking Even when you're beer. getting hustled at, like, back porch or something for cash. I've yeah. seen that happen. I've never bet on cornhole in my entire life. Me neither. Um outside of like maybe we'll get next round or something stupid but uh yeah i mean no cornhole is never that serious it's not that serious ever but this lady trying to break up the fight over the pa system it's just it's classic so is this gonna be anywhere near as wildly inappropriate no (laughs) not at all (laughs) not at all all right i'm gonna hit play on this this is stupid this is Hold on. Here we go. All right, so they're hitting each other. They're fighting. They're on the ground. Here we go. Stop it right now. We will stop this tournament. This is stupid. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get. Get out of here. Go on, get. We will stop this tournament right now. I will turn this bus around. This is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. <laughs> Cut the crap. <laughs> Cut the crap. I just like somebody the, else. I like the random guy in the background. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was in Douglas County. Your wife's not going to have any clue what we're doing down here. She's no, gonna she's ban- asleep. Don't she's going to ban her. us from recording. This must be in... I don't know where it's at. Greenville, Alabama. I think it may have been in Georgia. Anyway. No, it's Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. There it is. Hot Atlanta. Yeah! Stop it. <laughs> this is stupid. Get out of here. I'm sorry. I, I saw yeah. that when I was trying to find something earlier for us, and I just had to bring that up. That's re- it's, corn- it's not that serious, guys. 
It's not that serious. So, Grab yourself a hot dog and a beer and just enjoy yourself. I feel like I'm just going to go right ahead with the first question. Let's do it. So, was there a funnier sports moment in the last week than confetti coming down in Philadelphia to celebrate the tie before overtime? What? That was a thing. How did I not see this? <laughs> what night was this? <laughs> what night was this? I don't know. Whatever night that they tied. Just Saturday night. Overtime. I don't know. I left the bar on Saturday night because I was watching. Um, they tied the game and confetti came down. <laughs> Who hit the button? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's like when Lance Stevenson tried to run out on the court after... Somebody hit a big three. Thought they called a timeout, and he ran out in the corner. Well, it's like the Morris twin that plays for the uh, the Celtics, who's up in Joel Embiid's face the whole game that they lost, just going three oh three yes. oh three oh three oh, and then they lost. Like close it out, man. Somebody Joel- lost their job over that. Uh, it has to be probably. It I has mean, to be unless it's a volunteer job. They're just not allowed to touch a confetti anymore. <laughs> I want that job. God, I mean, that's like, that's the guy that want to, want to get away. It's like a Snickers commercial. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Need a break. <laughs> Boom! Who let the confetti out? Or yeah, like the, the, uh, the uh, Southwest commercial. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, just fail. All Super right. fail. So earlier you mentioned uh, the guy from uh, Los Angeles, so Shawnee? Yeah. Yeah. So, thoughts on this. Um, the price on Oshani rookie cards. Well, I can tell you what the price is to trade for him in the 2019 season on MLB The Show. So, maybe you could maybe you could just trade these same players. <laughs> for... <laughs> no. I don't think it works like that. So, there's a shop in Tennessee. Uh, called Grand Slam Collectibles. Oh, you told me about this. And they're offering $75,000 for a one-on-one cracked ice Bowman rookie card. Nobody knows what that means. I, I don't have no clue. And I watch this guy break cards all the time. $75,000. For those of you who don't know what break cards means, that's literally he buys a box of cards and opens the pack on a YouTube video. And people can either bid before no, it's worse he, than that. It's like they bid on what he's a card shop, and people will buy the boxes of cards from him online. And then instead of him shipping it to them for them to open, he opens it online for them, and then sends them the shipped cards. I don't want your greasy fingers on my box of cards. <laughs> I don't know what you've eaten today, what you've done with <laughs> those takes, hands. He takes shots of Jack and Pappy. I I'm, I bet he does. But no, I mean, I've seen like some videos where they'll like have bids. Yeah. Where like you can bid on a certain player or right. a certain team and whatever player or team card, breaks. card comes up first, that's the card you get. Maybe you don't get a single card. Maybe you get more right. than one card, whatever it is, whatever the prices are deemed or whatever. But I don't know. It's crazy to me how much card collecting has morphed into this animal. It's it's stupid. You could buy a box of, a box of cards that only has five cards in it for a ridiculous amount of money. Oh, three hundred dollars! Unreal, Re- crazy. So, uh, 
what happened at the rest stop in Indiana? Oh my god! Well, All right, what happened in Indiana? So we're heading up to since Chicago we're, this since weekend. We were talking about '90s heroes. We're, we're heading to Chicago this weekend, and uh, stopped at a rest stop in Indiana. Go on. And uh, random rest stop too. There's nothing else around. Cornfields. It's Indiana. We There's were, nothing in exactly. Indiana other than Indianapolis. Exactly. We weren't even in Gary yet. UI and, is somewhere. Notre Dame is somewhere. So, anyways, so the so we go into the rest stop. I got to use the restroom. I come out. I see a gentleman walking towards the door. He's wearing a Reds T-shirt. He's close enough. I'm holding the door open for him. Right? How old did he look? Because I'm a gentleman, older, a lot older, hmm. like a father to a guy who might be a father. He was a father to us all. Yeah, and. Um, He's walking towards me, and the whole time he's walking towards me, I was like, damn, this guy looks familiar. Who the hell is this guy? And I open the door for him, him and another player, uh, or another person, I should say. And the other people have ball caps on from, like, Tampa Bay, and I think there was one from Colorado or something like that. And as soon as he walks past me, I go, was that Ken Griffey Sr.? Huh. So I start looking around. I don't see any, you know, high-dollar cards cars i'm like you know he's not driving a ferrari probably but i'm looking for like you know like a mercedes a lexus something like that something right classy yeah. something classy right yeah. i don't see any all i see are like honda hyundai you know chevy whatever some more cars like we would drive right and i see a <laughs> bunch of semis so michelle comes out and i go i think i just saw king griffey senior huh she goes we'll pull up a picture I'm like, okay. So I pull a picture. I'm like, yeah, kind of looks like him. Show it to sure, Michelle. She sure. goes, and, and at that point, he comes walking out of the rest stop. And Michelle looks at the picture, looks at him, looks at the picture, goes, that's absolute, absolutely him. And I'm like, no, it's not. He's not walking to any hmm. cars over here. He was walking to an RV. Huh. So, um, so this is why my wife went out and bought a cricket. So, that's not I mean, it's not the cricket. only reason, but it's a reason. Um, so we're going to have some swag to be this, able to wear out in public so we can be like, yo, we have a podcast. Look, it's right here on my shirt. And I'm making business cards this week. So, But uh, I brought... I we brought, are going to have some giveaways, though, at some point in time yeah. for um, some, some pardon the punctuation swag yeah. to try and get our name out there a little bit more for those of you who are... Um, you know, just regular listeners. So I even I even brought the lapel mics because I was tweeting Sean Kilpatrick the whole time up there, hoping that he was still in Chicago. Did he even respond? No, not not a he single response. You. He responded I saw to him a, at the airport once. Yeah, I know you did. He responded to a coworker of mine, but not me. <laughs> so, Sean, I don't know what I did. If it's because I said you're my third favorite player, then I'm sorry. But Kenyon. My son, Gary Clark. <laughs> and then you. And then you, Bobby. Oh, here we go. Nope, Mel. Mel? Anybody on the Bearcat From team. the rafters! I love Mel. You're up. Yeah, I just went. That was me. Yep. All right. So, Melvin uh, Levitt tweeted uh, this week, actually, that he's hearing some Xavier players want to get down with the Bearcat jam. Get down, get down. How would you feel about Matt the Stain Train Stainbrook coming to play for the Bearcat Jam? Hard no. Why? Um, because 
if the Bearcat Jam is going to win, I'd much rather it was a pure win. With Bearcats. Correct. That's... Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. But how cool would it be, though, if we could get, like, an alumni UC team to play an alumni Xavier team? I think that should be a thing anyway. Period. It should be. For charity or yeah, something like that? absolutely. That's a great idea. Tweet it out. That's a project for us. Tweet that out. We could do it for cystic fibrosis. We can get Ann involved. Um, or we could get, like, maybe a, some place of their choosing. So We could beat them there. Um. I'm just thinking, like, if they already have something, like, that somebody on the team is involved with, that's an easier oh, in with everybody. I got you, man. Or we can just play it at the new Fifth Third Arena. Yeah, that's not open yet. We're what working, the, they're working on that. The, um, uh, but you're probably not going to get that. Let's do it on Fountain Square. I'm thinking, no. That's a lot of work but they set up that noon basketball game on fountain square a couple years ago noon oh i i wouldn't go to that basketball game i was gonna say no it's a lot of things i'm not around this is a a pg-13 podcast pg-13 i'm titanic we we need to get that the pardon the punctuation alumni classic i mean i like where your head's at I'm making this happen. So just spitballing here. If anybody has any connections that can help make this make this happen, uh, let's let's see. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. All right. By the way, I think this is a great time to mention Facebook. Pardon <laughs> the punctuation. Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy. Instagram. Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Phone number five one three eight one eight two zero seven seven. Call us. For your questions, comments, feedback, and hot takes. Anyway, so what are you most excited about with uh, rookie camp for the Bengals starting on Friday? Um, Football starting again? Uh, Rookie camp starts Friday. That's when they announce officially one of the people that you were most excited about, the UFA from USF. Yes, that's true. I'm just excited about football starting again. Yeah? I'm, I, you know how I love football, and it's weird because I didn't love football in high school, but I love football now. And it's because you grew into your body. What's that mean? <laughs> Is that a fat joke? No, that means that you didn't actually play football, but learned how to use your body to play football. I was on that even football if it was field. only flag football. I was on that football field every Friday night, not playing. I was playing in the band. It's still playing. All right. Yeah. So what are you most excited about? Um, you know, the possibility. Of, the potential of, of these rookies. Of? All of them. Yeah. you got to be excited about all rookies. How many can you name? Any? One? I can, I can name. Even though we talked about them last week? I can name that Price guy. Billy. Billy! Price. I can name that other guy from USF. You can't. You, I can't name were, him right now, but so, if I go look. You were so excited about him, you can't even remember his if name. If I could look back at my notes, I could. So you know I have a horrible name. Like I, I, I'm not good at names. Like the gentleman Brett who sits in the office next to me, right all day long. We sit in the same office. Sorry, not next to me in the same office. We sit there all day long. We're in a meeting one day, and I go, so um, you, yeah, you? that's you. And the girl next to me goes, 
Brett. Yeah, Brett. Go ahead and talk about your topic. I, 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 names just escape me, so I don't know what you want me to do. You're so, trying to say I didn't do research. I'm excited about our defense, period. All the defensive picks that we had. Yes. Um, along with Billy Price, who's not going to be at rookie camp because he's still injured with that torn peck. Peck. So... I know how he feels. You got the linebacker Malik Jefferson. You got the defensive end Sam Hubbard. Um, they're going to bring you know some of the younger guys from the team um, along. I would imagine um, with uh, like Carl Lawson, Jordan Willis, some of the guys from last year's draft. Um, so I don't know. I'm just really, really excited to see how this young unit gels uh, with the existing veterans that we have on defense, and uh, see if we can't you know make some of those changes on the defensive line. Andrew Brown, the ta- defensive tackle that we took from Virginia, um, mm-hmm. and see if, you know, lining them up alongside some of the other defensive linemen, especially um, Malik Jefferson, the linebacker that we took, um, even Jesse Bates, the safety. You know, seeing how these guys fit in with uh, – we took two different corners. Um, you know, seeing how these guys fit in with the uh, the guys that we have existing currently. Uh, this is going to be the first – camp in I don't know how long or the first regime in I don't know how long that we don't have one Pac-Man Jones um, you know influencing any of these guys I don't even know if he's still living in the city or not at this point sure he is um, yeah he's, I can't imagine that he's gone yet he's hanging up hanging out up and down Beachmont I'm sure that <laughs> detail world I'm sure he uh, he's probably hanging on hoping that somebody gets injured and he can latch back on with this team for you know and this team minimum. would do that I don't doubt that um, but we got at least two young guys we drafted here that you know maybe that's not even a thing that we got to worry about but in any case um because i feel like he lost step um he same, did same reason i feel like uh i honestly don't even know that erickson's going to be on the team this year with all the guys that they drafted that have uh some return talent speaking of um while we're here on the the bengals topic uh, did you see all the differences that they're contemplating making for the kickoff know what now um they're talking about having all the players on the receiving end line up with the guys on the kickoff end and then run back so you have no wedge block at all oh, okay i thought you were gonna say no. something else no no i thought you were gonna say we're gonna go to the xfl style where they put the ball in the middle of the no field nothing like that um although i, I it, it. this was just the first thing as of right now nothing's changed um because they're still contemplating in the next couple of years, getting rid of it all together to avoid the vicious hits, which at that point then, all you have is offensive and defensive players. Like, there is almost no special teams. I don't even know why you have a kicker or a punter at that point. You're just wasting. Yeah. Because nobody else is playing special teams. You're, you're going to save on your salary. It's stupid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I personally, being a purist at heart, as far as, you know, baseball goes, as far as, football goes with the NBA. I don't know what it is about the NBA, but I like how they're progressive. So that doesn't yeah. bother me as much, but I don't know. I don't, I just don't want to see any of that change. Sorry. That was way off topic from what are you most excited about, but no, you're absolutely fine, uh, but that's what I meant, right? Like I, I'm just excited to see football. I'm excited to see how these new additions can come in and impact the team. So should be a good year. Yeah. I hope so I hope so. Yeah. All right, so my next question. You win $10 million. What's the first car you buy? Is this the question you stole from Lance? Um, no. All right. Was it 10 How much? 10, 10 million? Oh, my gosh. I skipped that question. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, ten million dollars. What's the first car I buy? Yeah. Huh? Is it a Honda CRX? No. Okay. Well, Why? it would have been in high school. Um. You loved that car. That was two thousand two. You loved that car. Two thousand. You bought two. Tokyo Midnight Racing. No, just so you could. Race I borrowed that, that game. I didn't even me, buy months. that. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a long time that I borrowed that game. It was. You never came to the house to visit. You I came at, to the house a lot. You're always at Tony and Paul's. It's fine. No. <laughs> so you went there and I came and picked grounded. you up. I was always grounded. Remember, I, I broke the chair. Oh, I do remember that. So, um, yeah, first car that I go out and buy probably is uh, a Jeep Wrangler. Honestly. And you're going to lift it and everything. Absolutely. Right? Okay, that makes sense. I would definitely the lift thing. it. Um, put a hitch on it. Because you got $10 million. You can buy a boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least a... a I'm good, thinking you're going to buy a camper and go a camping. A good jet ski or something, you know? I mean, whatever. I don't know that a Jeep Wrangler is going to pull a big boat. No, a jet ski. That's what I'm talking about. Like okay. All right. His and hers jet skis or something. I don't know. His and whatever. hers jet skis. <laughs> but I, did, I just... I. Much in the same way that I'd much rather wear shorts than pants. Um, I like driving around with the windows down. Yes. And, um, That's what I love about my new truck. All four windows go down. Well, yeah. So, like, Danielle's always like, nah, you didn't, I have to put my hair in a ponytail. And I'm like, I, I just like to drive with the windows Just down. let the wind blow through your right. hair, honey. So, I mean, geez, it's free. So... <laughs> So, I don't know. I it, If she knew she was getting into a, a Jeep Wrangler that had the top off anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's what I'd go with. Honestly, I would probably buy a truck, too. Like, I, I wouldn't go out and buy a fancy Ferrari or whatever first. Truck, lift it, flat black. With $10 million and buying a, a fast car, I'd either A, have tickets to where I didn't even have a license anymore, or B, I'd wreck it. Doing something stupid. Yes, you would. Like, well, I hit 212 today. Yeah. You hit... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, like if I had the car capability. Right. Yes. I'm going going safe, modest, and then using that money to put into a nice house. A nice R- Roth IRA. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what Danielle does all day anyway. Is it really? Yes. I didn't know that. That's fine. So, uh... How surprised were you with LeBron's performance against Toronto? Okay, so Four let's and put o, this man. out. 4-0. Let's put this out there. I'm a Lance Stevenson fan, okay? To so a fault. All that trash talking I did on LeBron was just because he was playing the Pacers. Now that they're not playing the Pacers, LeBron is magical. Like... We're watching a generational player. Like, he, there's no doubt about it. He's not Jordan, but... But we've not seen a player of Jordan's caliber s- since Jordan. Like Correct. LeBron Kobe is, was close. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, Kobe was I'm, very I'm, close. I'm glad you said Kobe because I almost forgot. But I still am not a believer that Kobe could ever do... <sighs> They're just different players. How many rings did Kobe have? Six. And LeBron has three? Did he get six? Five? Greg, maybe, let us know. <laughs> maybe he ended up with five. No, dead honest. Greg will know. He'll give it to us on the uh, pardons. The, the, the punctuation, punctuation pardons. pardons. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Kobe is just – he was too much like Jordan, 
but not as good as Jordan. Whereas if if you're gonna make the if you're gonna make the argument that you can't compare LeBron James and Michael Jordan because they're very different players, which is a fair statement. Right. I think most people would agree with that. Then you can't make the same statement that well Kobe was better than LeBron. Because again, I don't know that Kobe was better than LeBron. Well, I would make I mean, the same argument actually. But Kobe had a great supporting cast. Um, Shaq, un, un, well, for three of them, yes, and Shaq scored over thirty points a game in those seasons. But well, he it, had other guys too. In the twilight, he had Gasol. He had yeah. Lamar Odom. He had. Odom. Um. God, I mean, they put a lot of players around. At one point, he had Carl Malone and Steve Nash. And that, that one, Gary Payton, that didn't even work. Nope. Because um, he just – I'm telling you right now, if you, even in the twilights of their careers, if you put Steve Nash, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, whoever else they had, LeBron James is doing something with that. Yeah, that's true. And Kobe didn't. I don't know. I mean – LeBron – LeBron's – Somebody said it the other day, like, all these people who hate LeBron, and again, I'm not a LeBron hater, it was just that series, just stop hating and sit back and watch. Just witness the... the we are the all game. witnesses. <laughs> Basically, right? I mean, he's just... How can you not enjoy watching the guy play? I think people are still hung up on the Chicago, th- or the uh, uh, Miami thing. I don't know, I talk to my father-in-law about it often. And he hates LeBron James. A, because he's a Boston Celtics fan. Okay. And the Celtics have been, they had their dynasty derailed by LeBron James. LeBron also got beat by Dallas. He did, but the the Boston dynasty of KG, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, it got derailed by LeBron James. Single-handedly. Right. And you also have the fact that there are those who say that LeBron is a flopper and a crier. And Which he is. He, Which he is. Who Jordan did the same thing. No, he did He didn't not. flop. He didn't Jordan flop, but he was, was always... not protected he, as much as LeBron's protected. Phil, oh, here we go. But Phil saying. Jackson was playing games with the referees' minds. You had... A, That's a possibility. You had Tim Donahue, who was busted by the NBA for fixing games. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. People quickly forget that that was a thing. Jordan getting suspended for he, he retired, quote unquote. But we all know what the underlying story is that everybody talks about in hushed voices that he was suspended by the league, not publicly for gambling. I don't know if you've heard that conspiracy or not, but that was that's a thing. Have you been listening to Tom DeLong again? No, that was a whole different thing. But Aliens and LeBron James no, gambling, I'm, or not LeBron, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan gambling. Get out of here. That's Google it. You will find a hundred stories about Michael Jordan gambling suspended by the NBA. But they I'm didn't want to publicly. Page two of they didn't want to publicly suspend him. What? That was a thing. In any okay, case, and if that's okay, my right. question is: Were you surprised about LeBron's performance against Toronto? No. All right. Four zero. He has embar- He owns Toronto. He's the ultimate put my team on the back guy. He owns Toronto. He Except for when he starts cramping. He's embarrassed Lowry. He's embarrassed DeRozan to the point where DeRozan didn't make a three in the entire series. Right. And this is a guy who I understand who has come out publicly and said that he suffers from depression issues. That's not going to help. Nope. And I say that as sensitively as possible. To know well, that to know that you literally can't beat this guy. 
Didn't Votto have some? Well, he had like social. Kevin Love. No, that's true. I mean, oh yeah, Kevin Love did just do that this year, and well, DeRozan did it like earlier this year also. Came oh, out okay. when Kevin Love and and when Kevin Love came out and said he had issues, uh, DeRozan said, I, "I support you. I got, I got you. I got the same thing." Yeah, LeBron said it too, but he didn't have yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, here's a question that I stole from Lance McAllister. It was actually, I think it was actually a question that was brought upon him that really made me start to think. So this week the Reds played the Mets, right? The play the Mets played in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Were the authors of the top five greatest moments in Great American Ballpark history present? That was a lot of words. I don't feel like you've made sense together. Were the authors of the top ti- top five greatest moments in Great American Ballpark history present in that ballpark this week with the Mets in town? Who wrote it? Who wrote what? Authors? what? What are you t- I- Were the guys who created the top five greatest moments in Great American Ballpark history yes, in no, that stadium this season? I don't understand what the question is asking. Think of the top five greatest moments in Great American Ballpark history. Yeah. And who was a part of those and okay. made those happen. Okay. Were they in that stadium? Well, we've talked about that. I think Todd Frazier winning the home run contest is he one, was there he plays for the best. Mets that was probably the best moment in great american ballpark history what about the clinch um well you have the no-nos by homer bailey so homer was there that's was two there. um you also have jay bruce hitting that home run there's three to walk off win it and clinch all that yeah um outside of that i don't even know what the other top five scooter Jeanette hitting four home runs in one game mm. he was there I guess you can count that as one of the top five. And then what? I couldn't think of the fifth. All I could think of was Homer's second no-no. <laughs> you count both of those together? I guess it could be. But it made me think, like, there's a lot of great... Here's... A lot of things that stick in your mind when you think about the good times of the Reds that were in that ballpark this week. Here's what it should also make you it, think. It plus, it, the question would have been much better if you would listen the first three times. I mean, it's, I struggled. It's yeah. fine. It it went on the two lines in the paper. So so here's my question to you, though, in, in, I guess, rebuttal of all that. Okay. How does it make you think as far as the fact that we struggled to come up with five greatest moments in Great American Ballpark history? I didn't struggle. I came up with five. You came up with two... No, oh, no. time out. Somebody brought it up to me this week. Um, I'm saying there should be way more than five. Snap. There should be 15, 20. But we've had so many bad seasons at Great American Ballpark that there aren't. I'd say Aroldis Chapman hitting 106 was impressive. That was pretty impressive, to be honest with you. In his car or when pitching? Because he did both. <laughs> did he hit like 106 after a game while driving up to Dayton? I don't know. I mean, it was fast. Oh, why can't I find this video now? Probably going to Diamonds. <laughs> so, I I, th- I told you about this earlier. And I'd, I'll, I'd like to play the audio if I can find it. Um, but Celtics win. Did they just win? Yep. 
So that's the end of that series. Yep. Trust so now, the who process. Who do they go on to win? Trust the process. LeBron. Oh, man. So does Kyrie all of a sudden get healed? No, he's done. There's there's magic. There's magic in Boston. It's called voodoo. That is what it's called. I can't find it now, all so right. let's move on. So have you started prepping for Bunbury yet? I have not. Um, I still need to buy tickets. I also still need to buy my tickets to um, Kid Rock. I have requested off already. I think I requested it off already. All I need is to set up my playlists. So I'm hearing nothing but Blink, Third Eye Blind, Incubus, Jack White, Post Malone, Foster the People, Chainsmokers. I've been rocking feeling like a rock star. Yep. I'm not going to all three nights, though. I'm going to first night with uh, Blink. Wah, wah. Well, I'm sorry, man. Okay, so... Johnny Bench was at the game last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did some play-by-play. Okay. It's... I think it's... I think it's worthy of playing. Okay. Let me hit it. Fly ball, right center field. Back goes... Bruce, it's off the wall. Can this... Come on, we're going to throw him out at the plate. Oh, no! Wait a minute, give me a glove. Oh, my God, that would have been an out at home. So, wait a minute. Bruce struggled to field something and then had an incredible arm to try and make up for his poor judgment at fielding it. Huh. Bruce tried to throw a Reds player out at home. I got that. And Bench got upset. But he couldn't field that the ball. didn't. Because he's not a good fielder. And he has a... Don't gr- talk about Bruce like and that. And he has a great arm. Maybe one of the best ever in right field. And he makes up for his poor fielding and poor decisions in judging a fielding play. I regret playing this clip. <laughs> and old Johnny Bench thinks that he could have fielded it better at home. It's what he thinks. Who was, who was behind? Was it Devin Mesoraco behind the plate? No, that would have been today. Because that would have been so good. <laughs> that would have been today. <laughs> he did play today. Went out for four. Wah, wah. That's good stuff. All right. Who's up? So, uh, that's all my questions. Oh, then I had one more. Yep. Best song of the 2000s. Of the 2000s? Yeah. Because um, I miss Pop 2K. <sighs> so, there's a couple that stick out in my head real quick. So, I guess I'll go like some... some no. Ew, oh, no. Never mind. Um, some honorable mentions. Um, Boys to Men. I'll Make Love to You. Yep, that you. would be on there. Um, also, I hope nobody plays that in the car. Also, uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. I know exactly what song you're thinking, but I can't think of the tune in my head. Um, I wish you would step back from no, that I ledge, mean, my friend. No, that wasn't. You a, would no. cut ties before the line. Make him say, uh. Make him say, <laughs> uh. Um, not really though Um, I love that song but um, I think we all did (laughs) I think we played 
that we played out that CD. Um, I think I had a cassette too. Today was a good day by Ice Cube. I think it's pretty good. Oh my goodness! Um, Mess around, got a triple double. Anything off the Green Day Dookie CD? That was a really good album. Twiddle my thumbs just for a bit. Yep. I'm sick of all- no. Wait a minute, uh, that wasn't 2000s. That was 90s. 2000s oh. would have been American Idiot. Oh, I was going. I was going all 90s because I think American Idiot. Every came song out in that 2004. I, I think I think I just blacked out when you said 2000s and thought the year 2000. And it's then because we're 90s. old. Yeah, it is because we're old. Middle we're going 2000s. Shh. I almost cussed. Um. <laughs> I try not to. I try not to. Um, I don't know what the best song of the 2000s would be. I think, have, I, hate, I think I hate the 2000s. Do you have Sirius? Uh, no. You don't have XM? Danielle does. Turn she on has, Pop well, 2K. Has, and just, no, I take that back. She doesn't have Sirius. She has Spotify. Oh, okay. Which you can do all those like playlists. And if everything. they have a Pop 2K playlist, check it out. I'll have to get back to you on that answer because I just named a bunch of really awesome 90s songs. <laughs> I mean, some of them you mentioned. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't mention Butterfly or, like, Britney Spears. Or always something. be my baby. Is it always? Dude, yeah. Okay, we'll tell yep. that. I'll tell you that story later. That's fine. All right. So that leaves us with one last segment here. And that is, what's in Ed's fridge? What is in Ed's fridge? We should get some, like, little jingle put together for our I segments. That's perfect. I might cut that out and just use it every I time. I wish you wouldn't. I think, I think McDonald's would sue you. What is in Ed's fridge? I think McDonald's would sue you hard. No, that was... Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. You can't do it without trademarking. Um, so today, I have, by the Mad Tree Brewing Company, Happy Amber. It's an amber ale. Alcohol content is 6.0. Brewed here in Cincinnati. If you're not familiar, I hope you are. I am familiar with Cincinnati. And what I have <laughs> I mean is... With oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I have a, a Rivertown Roebling, which is a vanilla espresso imperial porter. Um, if I remember correctly, I, I love this beer. Anything else you can say about it? Percentage? or oh, I forgot we read that stuff. Rivertown brewed here in Cincinnati. It totally is. And I think they have two locations now. One in like Lockland and one in... Um, Monroe. It might be the nicest thing in Lockland. Outside of the Brattle District. That's... That's Redding. Redding. Yeah. I mean, it's all, like, right there. I don't Home know. of Bobby Brandon. Bobby Brandon. <laughs> We've gone full circle. In this any case. In Monroe. And it doesn't... To be honest with you, it doesn't say it. Cheers, buddy. All right, then. All right. If you have any ideas for the show, be sure to hit us up on Facebook at pardon the punctuation twitter at ptp podcast since instagram pardon underscore the, un, the underscore punctuation hit us up on the phone lines 513-818-2077 questions comments feedback or your hot takes because we want to hear from you we want to get you on the air we want to get you just we can read what you wrote we can have you talk on our voicemail call us whatever we just want to be interacted with that's what we're here for that's what so. we are here for all right. That's our show. Hey, this was the 2000s. <laughs> we out. We're bringing sexy back. Are we done? We're done. All right, I'm cutting.